0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress,
1: the professor, and I'm Jason.
0: Welcome to the micro brew review. It's episode 50. We did it. Yay. Yay. We did it. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> I kept thinking we needed a sound effect for 50 like, I don't know, champagne popping or like. We champagne. could
1: <laughs> we could just have a droid popping. <laughs> <laughs> for oh oh the same thing.
0: That was insane. Um, welcome, everybody. We're so happy to have you.
1: So here's what I was thinking. Okay. I think uh, maybe we should do as a special thing, uh, play the first unaired original uh, like practice podcast episode. In all of its glory. Yeah, <laughs> or lack of glory.
0: There was not a lot of glory. I just remember a lot of sweating because we were in it, that room with no AC hot. and it was like July.
2: Yeah.
0: That was really uncomfortable. But um, I'm not sure. What do the listeners think? Do you want it? It's not that, there's a reason it's unaired until now. Uh, it's not terrible. There was trivia, there was actual like research about the brewery, because we only did one beer that day. Yeah, well. Once upon a time, we thought I don't even would. think
2: we had anything to drink before it.
0: No, we didn't. What it we it wasn't until the real first episode that we learned that we're more fun, one beer in. Two beers in. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Well, so, speaking
2: of that first episode, we did a rogue beer. Uh,
0: in an ugly pink bottle. In a
2: very, well, I
0: don't Pepto- know. Pepto Bismol ugly. pink?
2: Yeah, it's Pepto Bismol pink for sure. sure. Certainly stands out on a shelf, though. Yes. Uh, and we did the maple bacon. Uh, so.
0: So, when I was in the store looking for inspiration for episode 50, and I saw the Pepto Bismol pink bottle, um, at first I wrote it off because I didn't know that they had a whole series of I was voodoo. unaware as well. Uh, but it's a new one and it seemed like we came full circle in a way. I know that I personally have not had the maple bacon beer since that first day because I, have wasn't, I wasn't Although a I've huge seen it around fan. every now and again. So this one is
2: It's the chocolate peanut butter and banana ale. Oh, that has a
1: nose on
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> You could say the same about me. Same
2: lovely pink bottle. (laughs) Most people. That's true. (laughs) Except for Tyrion. (laughs) Oh.
0: So that then became the inspiration for the entire um, spread on today's podcast. Yeah, we're like super,
2: super (laughs) desserty sweet today. Yeah. Yeah. Which... For no particular reason, I guess. No,
0: just a little sinful indulgence kind of thing. Uh, Sean says it is definitely not the time of year to do fall beers yet, but I do know that we all like dark beer, so I thought it was an okay time to do dark beer. And so, yeah, we're jumping this from is that dark.
2: to the, um, we have the Sweet Baby Jesus from Duclaw, which is a chocolate peanut butter porter.
0: My cousin Max loves this beer.
2: And, uh... After that, we have Southern Tears chocolate.
0: Which is a stout. An
2: imperial stout. So.
0: One of Jason's favorites. That is my it's favorite. It's a dessert night.
2: I think we'll finish with that one.
0: Yeah. Work I our think way down. That one would make a great ice cream.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The chocolate stout?
0: Yes. Definitely. Well, that's. And I would like to make a creme brulee ice cream too, but that I that's
2: wonder if you could add less sugar to the ice cream. Yes. Since they're already so sweet.
0: That's what I would do different. So, Ian and I did an experiment. For the first time, we made beer ice cream. Uh, and a, lot of
1: people, a lot of people seem to like to do.
0: Well, and I knew you could do it with Guinness. I wasn't sure how much the ABV mattered. But since it is fall, almost. I mean, it's September. That counts as fall in my book. I know you guys disagree.
1: It was lovely
2: and cool out this morning.
0: There you go. I went with Chiffle pumpkin for the ice cream. And it's okay. They're it's very sweet. Very sweet, I think if it weren't so sweet I would like it a lot more. Like it's just not as refreshing because it's Mm -hmm. so sweet. And I think it's just because the beer itself is sweeter than like the recipe um, was ready for. So definitely cool, not very hard. Uh, I also, I got nervous because I don't make ice cream very often. I picked one with four, count them four ingredients. So I figured there's less room for it to go wrong.
2: (laughs) And you also have that handy dandy electric mixer or ice cream maker. Instead of having to do it all by hand, yes, which is difficult. How do you do it by hand?
0: Oh, you Uh, like a a salad spinner?
2: You just crank it, basically, Mm -hmm. for twenty to thirty minutes. Usually has to be done in shifts. Yeah, Yeah, I would imagine after it starts to solidify,
1: that'd be tough.
0: My family used to do it all the time.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think we did it like twice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was one of those like great grandma. You'd go over to the porch. Out on the farm and
2: it was turn some butter well it
0: was one of those things where you'd always like tell the kids it's gonna be fun and worth it you know so
2: right and if you have 13 kids you know they can all turn it for a minute
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have to make a lot of ice cream though for thirteen. that's kids, true Or that's you just true. give it to the oldest one and then right everybody else resents that oldest one
0: <laughs> spoken like a true oldest child <laughs> So I'm youngest. having trouble putting my mouth on this. Every time I go to... <laughs> oh, you guys are awful.
2: We didn't say anything.
0: <laughs> um, every time I put my nose to it, I just... It's so strong that I can't the quite... The
2: flavor is not as overwhelming as the nose is. Okay. I find. Uh, I also don't get a lot of banana out of it.
0: That's good, because I don't like bananas a whole lot.
2: Uh, I like bananas with chocolate. I don't like them by themselves so much. Or I like them, like, in stuff. I like banana bread. I like banana in a smoothie. But I don't like just straight banana ever.
1: Yeah, right? Thank you for making the face for how I feel about this. Which is to say, not a pretty face. You have a pretty face normally. Don't go super girly on me.
0: You know me better than that. It's Yeah, it's kind of uh,
1: the same as the maple or the voodoo donut that we had before. I think the voodoo donut before had more flavor,
2: if I recall back. This is a little watery.
0: It's bitter. It's very, yeah, very bitter. it is bitter. very bitter. And I don't think of peanut butter and banana. I think, I get the banana a little bit on the nose of the exhale. But, yeah, I'm it not... It smells like
1: bubblegum when he's breathing with the nose to me. Bubblegum and banana. Oh <laughs> sniff <the> banana. <laughs> bubble <gum>? Banana bubblegum? <laughs> banana bubblegum, yeah.
0: Trying to, was there ever a banana bubble gum growing up? I'm sure. Or just those runts, the banana runts. Yeah. I never liked those. I liked the red ones the best. Cherries. No, yeah, yeah, because they had the
1: banana ones that were gross. Yeah. But you could snap them. They were the only ones that you could snap in your mouth.
0: Oh. Look at you with all this talent like I didn't know about.
1: Something. No, apparently it stands for? out to me. <laughs> i had a, thinking about runts, and I think about crushing the uh, banana ones, like snapping them. <laughs>
0: So what you're saying is you have a Our very mouth. strong tongue.
1: Yeah, we'll go with that.
0: Okay. <laughs> so speaking of Rogue, I found a CNN travel article on America's luxury beer vacations.
2: Tell us more. That sounds great.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought that this was the I'll right let audience. I'll somebody take me on one of those. Aw. <laughs> we really just need fundraisers for all we of your We need a patron. That's a good idea.
2: Can we have a patron? Get on that. Some like Rockefeller...
0: Who just loves just good beer? Wants to give us a lot of money. Well, it went through sort of the top 10, and it basically said that, you know, beer isn't known for opulent vacations the way that wine is in a lot of ways. Wineries really. I mean, we watched that whole episode of My Boys where they, you know, got married at a winery. It's really a pretty destination. Lo-
1: There's a lot more to see at a winery. You're looking at beautiful fields, vineyards, and. and yeah. And With beer, you're looking at tubs and.
0: Metal, Metal, yeah. yeah. So... Trogues is nice. Yeah, Trogues is really nice. Uh, It's very rustic. It's got a good feel to it. So this goes through uh, ten different ones, Uh, some in New England and a fair amount in the West Coast, of course. And the last one here is called Hop in Bed at Chateau Rogue in Independence, Oregon. And the Rogue Ales folks opened a micro hop yard and barley farm in 2010 and then made it into nice. sort of a beer-themed destination for vacations, which I thought was pretty cool. So, you know, 100-year-old farmhouse. And uh, it only starts at $140 a night, which really isn't so bad for being luxury, you know, to sure. fall in the luxury category. Now, I do that you that was.
2: just get a bed for that $140, or is it like uh, you get a tour or all that stuff? Well, you're not actually...
0: It's not at the brewery.
2: Right, it's just the farm for the hops.
0: Right, so, and it says the farm also has like a pumpkin patch and a vegetable garden and a bunch of animals and 50 acres of it. Also, they have like an
2: it. excellent chef on hand to just like home cook all that fresh food that they're growing.
0: Well, and it says for full immersion in the day to day operations of an environmentally sustainable beer operation, Rogue Farms Hop in Bed. Uh, gives guests access to facility tours as well as a tasting room overlooking the land that multiple generations have grown from some of the world's most sought-after hops. So that really, I mean, it's not just come stay and look at what we do. It's, you know, come learn about what we do. And I thought that was a fun fun little outing, maybe something that people don't think about. I mean, I know we talked about doing road trips, but you're thinking, you know, brewery to brewery to brewery. Right. But you're definitely going to get a fuller experience. Got to sleep somewhere, right? Right. You (laughs) might as well sleep breathing in hops. Mm. So are we allowed to pour this out or how does this work? (laughs) Wow. You don't like it? No, I don't like it at all. (laughs) It does. It barely tastes like beer to me. It's just. (laughs) What does it taste like to you?
1: Like banana bread? Liquid?
0: No, I don't even get that much banana except on the exhale. Do you? Mm -hmm. I just get bitter. It's, it's, for as dark as it is, it's carbonated, but it definitely had no head whatsoever. I'll try another one. Hold on. Don't look. I'm taking a sip. You only had
2: one sip? Yeah. Wow. Stone cold killer.
0: Alright, I can I can make it through one glass. <laughs> one glass? Okay. Well, I mean in No refills? No, no refills. I'm not but sure. But it's a big bottle.
2: So it, there's plenty left. It is. I, 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 I gave you... us light pours since we're doing a lot of heavy sweet beers.
0: Just like we just had that sweet ice cream yeah, right yes, beforehand.
2: Very decadent yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> that's what we are. We're decadent, darn it.
2: Oh, especially when you use words like darn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you wanna move quickly on to sweet baby Jesus? Or um, we have to empty our glasses first. I emptied
2: my glass. Wow, really? Because I'm a professional.
0: Well then have that little bit of innocent gun that's left while you're waiting.
1: I put that there in case you wanted to... uh, Pour it out. Dump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't really know anything about Sweet Baby Jesus, but I know that this is a big favorite of Max. so can you learn me about it?
0: Well, DeClaw, we used for last year's barbecue.
1: Barbecue, the double D? No.
0: The dessert. There was a dessert raspberry. Yes. Girlfriend Kathy loved it. Right. It was a, a raspberry imperial stout.
2: Chocolate raspberry?
0: Yes, I think so. Yeah. So that's... I, and I got it because it was affordable and it was a good pairing for... Uh, we did the peach cobbler with fresh raspberries. Mm-hmm. So that's the first time I had Duclaw. I was thrilled with the flavor for the price. And then Max We talked has been, about
2: this recently. And I don't know... Did we talk about it with Rich? Was it Kathy that brought it up? Probably. Uh, Because I feel like we've talked about it, and then, like, we saw it, and then we bought it, and then I've had a bottle, and Max had one, um, but we haven't actually, you know, featured it here yet.
0: I bought a case without ever tasting it, and I was very nervous, because chocolate peanut butter porter is a lot of strong flavors, but it's nice, and it's not super, it's not, like, stupid high ABV. No. Which I think, and that's part of the porter styling, though, too.
1: So I heard last week that you have a saying about porters and stouts. Do I?
0: Yeah. Well, I know that you always prefer a stout. Right. But that you said anything that you can do a- as a porter... Anything a porter
2: can do a stout can do better? Yes.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. I still kind of feel that way.
0: Also, Sean, who was awesome last week, said that he would really, really like to do an episode with either you or Cousin Max at some point, because whenever he's on, he's always on with me and Jason. Oh. And he definitely had this whole, like, it would kind of be like hanging out with celebrities kind of thing going on. So I thought... <laughs> well, he did meet us. Yeah, I know, right? So I thought that that we, might be well, we a, took him
1: to Tria. <laughs> a, You're so the exact opposite of celebrity <laughs> by the
0: way. Yeah, I'm sitting in my He basement. likes us well enough. We're yeah. okay with that. Also, Jason, I need to share that as I was buying this bottle of Rogue, the Srirachi Ace was still in the beer shop and... The rating was a little surprising consi- <laughs> considering how vehemently you and Sean did not enjoy that beer. Oh, it was high? Yes. Would you like to guess how high? Out of hundred beer advocate rating.
1: Uh I'm gonna guess seventy-five. Right. On beer advocate, like
0: anything below a seventy is not really considered drinkable. drinkable.
1: Okay, well then eighty-five.
0: Ninety-eight.
1: That's stupid. <laughs> How, how do you get ninety-eight out of something that dies? Like I
0: that? liked it. I liked it.
1: I haven't
2: had it. I cannot. I cannot speak to it. But I did recently run into a knowledgeable bartender who said it was one of his all-time favorites.
0: Maybe it's just you don't like saison so much.
1: Yeah, I mean that could be. But even uh, Sean, who was saying he didn't necessarily mind them,
0: yeah, he was not. He, you know, that's what happens when he comes in saying anything but. Ugandan beer and then I pull out something <laughs> that he was like, Ew, yuck.
2: So I just uh, noticed the the lid on the declaw, which I quite like. It has a little saying on it and it says, Craft be cherished, rules be damned.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: And as we all know, I love rules and I'm a huge rule follower, so that really speaks to me.
0: Jason and I just shared a look. <laughs> <laughs> Jason does love rules.
2: Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I like games that involve
1: rules. I like making up rules and having it be, you
0: know. He likes the structure of it. I
2: like to find the rules and then find a way to break them.
1: Well, I like to find the rules and then find the way to use the rules to to my advantage.
2: Usually I can use it to my advantage
1: by breaking them. See, but I stayed within the rules, and that's its own reward. Is it?
0: Oh, my gosh. Your mother (laughs) is so proud right now. (laughs)
1: It's impressive an interesting
0: it makes it sound like you'd be a good lawyer except that i well. think our law system is so
1: and i always think that it came from games um video games or whatever it's figuring out how to win without i never like doing it with cheat codes or anything like that no. going through um That's though i would I always play the hardest difficulty with my sisters in monopoly <laughs> every time
0: my grandmother taught me how to cheat at solitaire and who are you really cheating your, but yourself when you're playing solitaire? Well,
1: every time you cheat, you're only
2: cheating yourself.
0: And now your mother's so proud. Like, <laughs> look at us go.
2: <laughs> oh. One of my father's favorite quotes is, Seek forgiveness, not permission. Which I think is great.
0: It does not strike me like your father, though, at all. Really? Really. He's a... Uh, he a little bit of a rebel? He's a little bit of a rebel.
2: I think my mother has had a tempered influence on him, or a tempering influence on him. Uh, but... Yeah.
0: So the sweet baby Jesus is six point five percent ABV. The Rogue was five point three. Five three. What? <laughs> there wasn't even a benefit to drinking it then. Good grief.
2: We're excited for sweet baby Jesus. I love every Jesus. once in a while <laughs> when we just find a beer that we just lambast. It's just like, yeah, I can't. Ooh, that I don't one's know. Peanut buttery. This one is much more peanut buttery. And I was wow. the first time I had this, I was a little. I'm still a little skeptical of it even even having had it and enjoyed it before I'm just a little it's a little off-putting
0: just that it's in beer yeah like chocolate and beer
2: I can totally get behind that but like peanut butter just doesn't really make sense to me smells like a Reese's peanut butter
1: cup yeah it really does But
0: dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate
1: no they have a dark one now don't they don't they have like a midnight version or something yeah on the Halloween they always have that
2: commercial do you
0: want to read the label because I think it's hilarious
2: a classic, full-bodied, robust porter with a smooth, dry finish and just enough hops to balance aromas and flavors of roasted malt, chocolate, and peanut butter so rich that just one sip and you'll exclaim the name.
0: Sweet baby Jesus. I don't know about
2: that. It's good, though.
0: You like it? Yeah. That's awesome. The it's thing I like Halloween. about it
2: is I almost get, like, the saltiness from peanut butter.
0: Like, the, Which is yeah.
2: very Talented? intriguing to me. <laughs> Uh, that they were able to get
1: that flavor in there. I would do this with Halloween, like if you're having a Halloween party or something like that. It's kind of an adult,
0: adult treat in candy that way. bar kind yeah. of. It's not sweet, and that's Mm-mm. what I like about it. I think because it would be very easy to take this recipe and make it like really thick and indulgent. But I wonder
2: it, if um, if Southern Tier has something like this on the way since. Uh, We've now pretty easily found two beers that have this chocolate peanut butter flavor, and I feel like this is the new
0: and Southern Tears. is a new good way, with and they're
2: really good at blending flavor, especially like sweet desserty flavors. And they already have their chocolate, so they would just need to find a way to put the peanut butter into it, and maybe even banana or coconut.
0: Chocolate and coconut, I could Be get so behind. Good. I'll Although like we it. tried
2: to drink that, and that was the Fantastic Voyage from two or three weeks ago with cousin Max. That none of us liked.
0: No, <laughs> no, we didn't.
2: Um, it was like sour and funky. Yeah,
0: you never know. Is it like wine? Can it go bad? I mean, Berlin well, would say sometimes. I don't know.
2: There's a a certain bar that we like to go to that's currently serving it, and I bent the ear of a bartender or two, and I was like, "What do you actually think of this?" Because its description is like, "Have you ever wanted to drink a bounds bar? Now you can." And I was like, pretty sure that was not like drinking a Mounds bar at all. <laughs> and like one of them was like, oh, I really kind of liked it. And the other one was just like standing behind her, like shaking her head like, it was terrible.
0: Oh.
2: So, I don't know. Maybe it's just not for everyone.
0: It wasn't for us. Nope. I did find another beer by RJ Rockers, the folks who did Black Pearl, our mm. surprise ending yeah. from the other week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That like
0: was a dirty laugh. That <laughs> um,
2: no. We haven't tried it yet, but... We'll we'll get back to you. Is that going to be a podcast one, or should we just...
0: No, it? it's just... I only got one bottle, and it's a 12-ouncer, so I thought you should just enjoy it and weigh in. Sounds great. Yeah. You okay with that?
2: I am okay with that. I like to enjoy beers. I don't always like weighing in afterwards, because it usually just... The scale goes up.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Let me ask you a question, because I don't... Drink as often you guys do all the food prep for, for the beer dinners and all that. How often do you sit down and you drink a beer that you've had before? Like or do you get into grooves? You guys individually, do you get into grooves where you drink one a whole bunch? Or how does that tend to work? Recently
2: it's been a developing thing for me. Um I used to always have lots of beer at home. And then I started going to bottle shops, and I would always just grab beer that I've never tried before, ones that we could possibly use on the podcast, or something that sounded interesting, and I only wanted to try one of it. Uh, But I hadn't bought a case of beer for myself in probably two months, almost, or more.
0: Keeping in mind that Ian lives at a place where it's either a bottle or a a case, really.
2: Uh, And I always used to buy my cases. It's great. Um, So I did actually finally go out the other day, and I bought two cases of beer, and I got the Sierra Nevada Hoptimum, which for me just sounds like it's a great beer, but the fact that Sierra Nevada is making a beer that's like, hey, this one's really hoppy. It's like, all right, pretty much your pale ale tastes like a double IPA, and then you have your Torpedo, which is like (laughs) a quadruple IPA. Yeah. So now you're making a a hoppy beer, and it's like, all right, we get it. (laughs) Um, And I also bought a case of the Firestone Walker Union Jack IPA. Okay.
0: Wow. Um, Hops and hops, huh? I'm, You know, it's hot.
2: I like hops in the hot, hops in the summer. Yeah. Uh, But when I go out, I'm always looking for something I haven't tried, unless they have something that I absolutely adore. Like if I went to Tria or to Jack's, Jack's or somewhere and they had double on tap, I'm going to drink that. I don't care if they, if every other beer on there I haven't tried before. I'm going to drink double citrus all night. Uh,
0: <laughs> and then call a cab home.
2: Yeah. But for the most part, I'm always trying to find new stuff. And I feel, more importantly, most of the beers that I see out there, I've had and it's like, yeah, they're decent, but none of them wow me. So I'd rather try something new than settle for something that's just okay.
0: That was my plan B for doing the 50th podcast when I was not yet sure what the theme should be. Oh, well, of course, (laughs) Uh, you'd never leave. You just, (laughs) it would be the podcast that wouldn't end because you didn't want to give up the the Citra.
2: No, why would I?
0: Uh, Part of me, people ask us all the time, what's your favorite beer? And so part of me wanted to just get a collection of like the beers we drink when we're drinking and I kid you not, I couldn't decide what beers we drank when we're drinking. Uh, because so often they are, they are new. Something new. Part of it is like the pairing side of me, though, is I always want to work with clients and give them something they've never seen before or something that I really love. And the only way I'm going to do that is to keep trying new stuff. I don't know. I'm like you, except I'm, I, as much as I have absolutely loved this podcast experience, it's made me a worse beer snot. Like it's harder to impress me now. Oh yeah, you know, for that's, sure. like you said, it's great that Adroit is so good because they're local, they're small. But how many breweries do you know we stumble upon and you know just go try their restaurant or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I don't really ever need, to, need go to go back. back. So, is that too much of an answer to your question? No,
1: that makes a lot of sense. We have that quite a few times where I'll go and it, you know they have four different pale ales, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just. Not
0: impressive to me. Yeah, locally, because they've been talking about doing a happy hour for work, and that's, oh, you're a beer person, oh, you're a beer person, we should go to Gordon Biersch.
1: Yeah, that's a really good example of one that's ridiculously underwhelming.
0: I have only been there once, <laughs> I got a martini. Like, there was nothing on the menu that sounded... Actually, there was one seasonal that I thought sounded okay, and I ordered it and it was out. So that was
1: tends to be the case. They have one good one, and everybody gets the good one, and then it's gone, and yep. yeah. And I was even...
2: Uh, There's a little Irish bar down the road from me and I popped in there the other day and they were working on their uh, their beer fridge you know it's it's old it's ancient the doors like don't even slide anymore you have to like lift them up to move them oh geez um, and somebody was working I guess like, the cooling system was down or something but I was just looking in there and I was like man they could replace this whole thing and carry half the beers in here because so many of them were so similar right and so many of them were just bad and like It was their bottled beverages, and they had, like, Sam Adams, Sam Adams Light, Sam... Like, they had six or seven different Sams, and then they had, you know, Miller, Coors, whatever. Like, I I get it. You have to carry those beers if you're a bar, but do you need all of them? Like, pick one of those in the realm of... Subpar beers. and just carry that. And... Than just like some really weird ones. Uh, well, so. but I
0: think that's also the reason that I mean Ian and I have been asked before to consult with bars on their beer lists, and sometimes it's because they're trying to change their clientele. Sometimes it's because you know they've been just buying what the what distributor the distributor says recommends. sells. Yeah, exactly. But
2: it's not really ever.
1: I I don't know. To me, that's like. Some are really good at that, though. I feel like you can walk into some of the places that you... their distributors that you go to, and you can have that conversation with them, and they're really knowledgeable, and they'll go through that.
0: But usually the distributor but, is paid to push... A certain kind. A certain oh, kind. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know. it's like the rep that comes they land to the contract,
2: bar. So they have a contract with... So not every distributor carries every beer, because they can only carry certain kinds of beers, because some people have the distribution rights to, you know whatever Sierra Nevada and that means that only their distribution chain can sell Sierra Nevada in that market
0: so they're not going to go to you and say you should really really buy Yingling they're going to say you should totally buy Sierra Nevada so and that's why I I like it because we're just beer lovers and we want bars to succeed because we love them as our Hang out place. Well, and so. more and
2: more bars are realizing that they need to actually have a craft beer list.
0: Even Not if it's short, To survive, short,
2: but like. To compete. To compete, yeah. And there's still plenty of dive bars that are going to. They'll always exist and they'll be fine. You can get your, you know, Miller, whatever there. Um,
0: but really, I mean, you pick 15 or 20 bottles and that's enough.
2: I don't even think you need that many most of the time. Yeah
0: like a dozen maybe? Maybe
2: start with 15 and then winnow out the ones that aren't really selling that big. But I know I've mentioned it before, my big gripe with uh, Couch Tomato, their bistro, is they've got like, I don't know, 8 to 12 taps and more than half of them are IPAs or pale ales. And it's like you don't need to, you don't need to have 10 of the same beer on tap. Right. You know, even clearly they're all different beers, but they're all close enough. people
0: who don't know. Yeah.
2: You're wasting a slot in there for a saison or a Triple or a Stout or something else that somebody else might say, Oh, I hate hops.
1: What else do you have? <laughs> I don't know. I had an idea for an episode. Let's do it. Football season is back. It is. Very excited. I'm a big football fan. Go Green Bay. I feel like I've just learned
2: this last night.
1: which nice. I feel like I should have known this
2: because I've known you for a little while now.
1: Very much like football. Well, it's also, since the podcast has been on, football season's been largely None. gone. It's been a year, though. It's been a year.
2: So, I mean, we have, yeah. But he wasn't in, after, like, the first episode, he took a long hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Cousin Max in there.
0: Max elbowed his way in yeah. and said, you're, you're going to drink beer and talk about it? I'm there.
1: Um, so, I was wondering if we could do a podcast that was something like the top beers to drink while watching the game with friends or something like that.
0: Buddies. I'm pretty sure last year we talked about having a slider bar mm. so we could do like three sliders with three beer pairings that are great for like tailgating or be what good. about?
2: Beer's worth drinking out of the bottle.
0: Oh you looked a little scandalous when you said that.
2: <laughs> I almost never drink beer out of the bottle. It's true. I always you drank that Edmund
0: Fitzgerald out of the bottle didn't I you? I did.
1: And like That's pass, your second
0: porter of the day, man. What's you're you're giving in? What
1: <laughs> makes a beer good to drink out of a bottle? I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that every beer should be poured, except for like the heady topper, which tells you don't. Right. Uh, but there's some, just the idea of sitting around with your friends, I feel like, leans itself to like, oh, let me reach into the cooler, pop open a beer, and drink it. Not right. let me. Not get hey a Fred. Glass yeah. And, yeah. Can Not you pass like, me my glass, Fred? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And of course when we're us, it's really a chalice or something. It's <laughs> goblet. <laughs> goblet. Yeah. Okay, so here's my problem with my newest beer glass, the one that is so big that it should be a vase.
2: It does look a little bit more like a pitcher than it is.
0: <laughs> right. I love it. I think it's beautiful. It is too big that I cannot drink out of it and not wear whatever I'm drinking. So Again, yeah. I, yeah,
2: I think you just need to drink slower. It's like taking, I mean, the way that round things work is when you <laughs> pour, they'll, they'll still come to like a point unless right. you're just pouring too fast and then more of it will slosh over the sides. But if you pour at like a, a regulated rate, no?
0: I don't know. I, well, I poured it. you just
2: a- mess and you're drinking. So it's like, you know, yeah. you probably get a little less careful as you... Drink more.
0: I poured a bottle of beer in there the other day, like just a 12-ounce bottle, and it went up like not even an inch. So it's easily a six-pack glass. It's probably more like a half a case glass.
1: Are you sure it is a glass and not a vase?
0: I was there when he made it.
1: I think it'd be funny if you were drinking out of a vase and you (laughs) thought it was a glass.
0: (laughs) It's got a handle on it.
1: I would still go with a pitcher
2: before a vase. A vase.
0: Well, if it's a pitcher, it doesn't pour very well because I wear doesn't things when have... I drink out
2: of it. Well, that's because you don't know how to drink.
0: It does not. <laughs> Obviously, I know how to drink. I have a podcast about drinking.
1: <laughs> this whole time she's been faking it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone.
0: You should, uh, yeah, you should see the chair when I get up from it. It's just dumping.
1: you're always sitting next to a plant? <laughs> <laughs> a that dead plant. That is so dead. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or very alive. I could imagine a plant being very lush off of beer. Still water. Not if it, it drinks nutrients. the Vogue
1: voodoo donut. Yeah,
0: that's true. What are we gonna do with the other half of that bottle?
2: Oh, we'll find something.
0: Could we reduce it into a sauce or something? That could be good. Like for t- breakfast for French tomorrow. Toast. Jason looks skeptical.
2: Could be worth trying.
0: Could. Jason will have the straight-up French toast. You can have the adventurous French toast. I'm okay with this. You know what would be good, though, if you... I make a stuffed French toast where you put, like, a sweetened cream cheese and bananas in between the layers of French toast. Then if the banana flavor comes out when you... Reduce. Or you could put bananas in the sauce, almost like a banana's foster sauce. Now I'm going. See, now the beer has redeeming qualities. (laughs)
1: I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Chocolate stout. I'm opening the last one. being opened.
0: Do it.
2: I like this beer especially.
0: Oh, it's Uh, your birthday one. And maybe it's just
2: nostalgia for a blinding hangover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always forget that when you tell that part of the story. Really?
2: Yeah. That's like the most memorable part of that day for me. (laughs) (laughs) I could barely move, but I had made a commitment and all my friends were like, you look pretty ruffian, we're just going to go home, and I was like, "No, we are going to Sunday school.
0: It was your birthday it your was your actual b- birthday, I think
2: it's close enough um, and we got there, and this was their their beer of the week, their Sunday beer, and I think it's the only thing I had that day alcohol wise, and it made me feel so much better.
0: <laughs> I ordered. One and gave it to Jason because I could not drink that day.
2: You didn't recover quite as quickly. No, as I did not recover quite as quickly.
0: <laughs> it was the tequila shots at two in the morning. That it could have been, or didn't... the cigar. Yeah, that's true.
2: Or the one twenty-minute. Yeah. Whoa! Or all of these things. You took tequila shots.
1: You were you there. You took tequila shots you were so too excited Oh, I did take the tequila, the Azul. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'd never seen that's you. That's the so best it-
1: tequila I've had. It's pretty rockin' tequila.
0: I'm pretty sure what happened is Jason realized it was the last thing to do was like a bonding activity before bed. So I've never seen him so excited. He was like, Are we doing this or what? Let's do a tequila shots. And they did it and it was like, Good night. <laughs> he was out. It was also like two in the morning, so that makes sense.
2: I waited a little longer to fall asleep sitting on the couch on somebody's shoulder.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. I think he actually fell asleep with his chin like on somebody's shoulder.
2: Robin's a good friend.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) So I like this beer. Of all like the sweetened flavored kind of beers, uh, in general, I don't really seek out sugary sweetness anymore. I like to tell people I get all of my sugar from alcohol. Uh, So I don't really crave dessert anymore. But this one to me is very... That's a great response, by the way.
1: Like oh why are you so sweet oh it's all the beer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know that anyone has ever called me sweet. It's <laughs> a good response. I'm you can use that, that
1: Jason. I'm I'm you're sweet. It.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: it's all the beer. <laughs> Didn't work because I just used it. Yeah. It explained the whole thing. Also, when you, you called your that, sister though. a host. <laughs> See, I thought that was funny.
0: <laughs> well, what it is is he had this great one-liner. But rehearsed it so much that when it came time to deliver it, I was. I you was,
2: can't. You can't over.
0: You can't get so excited.
2: Overcomp- overcomplicate.
0: Yeah. So bad. I guess what I'm confused about is why do you? Why are you nostalgic for a hangover?
2: I'm nostalgic for the way that this made me feel better. Okay. After hangover.
0: So it made you feel drunk and enough it was a great not to day. care.
2: It, was a pretty it wasn't place. just any hangover. It was a hangover after, like, one of the best birthday parties I've ever had, followed up by part two birthday party the following morning with a bunch of friends at one of my favorite places. What could possibly be
0: bad? I made so much bacon. <laughs> so much bacon. <laughs> the bacon was great tonight, actually. I was, we do a short rib flatbread as one of our uh, entrees, if you will, and I put crispy bacon on top. And so I, the way that I cut the entire pound of bacon and then cooked it in the pan, it basically made bacon soup because all of the, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it was great. I was like, there needs to be something amazing happening with this right now. <laughs> how would
1: you do a bacon soup? I feel like you could really make that take off. You could figure out how to make that work.
2: Bacon soup?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't you take... A cream of bacon I, that's soup. That's the first thing I thought it was cream <laughs> of bacon, which is kind of gross. Um, maybe maybe you could do it almost like a French uh, onion, like something of that base.
2: That could be good, because like onion and cheese and bacon would go all really well. Yeah. There. It's basically like a burger without the meat. Yeah. Just all like the
0: well, mushrooms. Minus the bacon. Right. The only thing is, it wouldn't probably right. stay crispy very long. Without the beef. But you could put bacon on top and melt the cheese. Like, that would be kind of awesome.
2: Or you could get that awesome really thick bacon, which is almost like a ham. And then it would be okay to... Are you sure you don't
0: want me to do that with salt pork?
2: It's called British bacon. British bacon.
0: Yes. Absolutely would it. Well, and the...
2: That salt pork was just too salty. I feel like, in in theory, really delicious. And I would like to try it again. But that was just like... Even just putting it into my mouth, like, (laughs) the salt... It touched my lips, and my lips were, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like could just feel them, like, expand and pop out with all the salt. And I was just, like,
0: ugh. It was like being on a deserted island, but in 10 seconds.
2: Yeah. It's pretty rough. But also, like, once, you, once like, the coating of salt went away, I was, like, this is pretty delicious.
0: When you're just gnawing on, like, the chewiness of the, the what feels like thick bacon, it's yeah. pretty great. But you have to sort of suck out all the salt first, so...
2: I almost wanted to, like, rinse it under the sink, but then you just have, like, soggy bacon.
0: <laughs> I think it didn't help that I cooked it in butter.
2: Yeah. Why would you cook it in anything?
0: Because I thought... Well, if like, you the can... last
2: time you put bacon on the pan and you're like, oh, I better grease the pan.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought if you're really going to make bacon any better, what would do it but butter? Apparently.
1: Wow. <laughs> more butter, more better.
2: More butter, more better. I like that. What's that a... from? Uh, Honey
1: Boo Boo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that oh, at all. Oh, you can't take it back. You said it. Uh,
0: why do you watch Honey Boo Boo? Why is no, that a on The thing. Soup. Oh, okay. That's like
1: one of the clips from The Soup. Yeah, they do. That's the only right like answer. Yeah. Joel McHale.
0: I like that show. I do not like reality TV, but... He's I,
1: pretty
2: good at mocking it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's only thir- it's 30 minutes a week, and I feel like it's just about the same as watching 30 hours of...
2: He's no Tosh though.
0: I don't like Tosh. I, don't like I Tosh love either. Tosh. No. I think he's
2: great. I think he's super funny.
0: I don't like. He's Tosh. got
2: that like endearing, innocent smile of just like.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he does a great job.
0: <laughs> we just got quiet.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. To each their own.
0: Yeah, well, part of it is that Joel McHale's on Community, and we adore Community.
2: That's true, and he's also on The Talking Dead. Isn't that him? No. No, that's it's that, like that Chris other guy. Hardwick. That's Chris, Chris Hardwick. Hardwick.
0: That's the guy who hosted Singled Out and has managed to stay around ever since. Stay relevant. Yeah. (laughs)
1: He's got a super popular podcast, too.
0: Does he? Should we invite him to be on ours? Does he like beer? I'm going to guess if he's smart, he should. We should invite him. Doesn't hurt, right?
2: He's probably out in L.A., though.
0: That's true. Well, that's okay. He's rich. He can come fly here to see us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you want to do us a favor? You pay pay for for the airfare.
0: (laughs) We'll pay for the beer. That's fair, right? Yeah. I mean, he can have the Jesus mug.
2: Sleep on the couch.
0: <laughs>
2: right? And I don't get the Jesus mug.
0: <laughs> Not when Chris Hardwick's here. <laughs> Why? Because he paid to fly here from L.A.?
1: How about we let him pick the mug? Uh, <laughs> we are very committed to this idea. <laughs> I, like, I like that the plan is already in place. It's like the tickets are booketed. <laughs> booked Booked. <laughs> booked. <laughs> Did you say booketed? (laughs) I was trying to say ticketed. (laughs) But I already said the word ticket, so I was like, no, you can't use that term.
0: Uh, Now that just makes me want pizza, because it sounds like book it, which is what, isn't that what it was called? When you read the books and got to redeem it for personal pizzas at Pizza Hut when we were kids?
1: What? That was the most obscure reference. (laughs) What? How did you bring that ring? Because I love food, so. (laughs) What is
2: happening right now? I don't know anything that just happened. Was this like
1: the scholastic thing you'd get at school? Where it's a little page thing, so you order the books from those things and no. then they come in the mail two months later?
0: No, not at all.
1: I loved those things. I'd, I'd order books by the maximum number of page numbers so that people would be all impressed at how many books I got because it'd be a huge stack. Because I got the Guinness Book of World Records, it was 850,000 pages. And then, like, Honey Boo Boo Sit, you know, or whatever. <laughs> He wasn't around then. Uh, no, <laughs> you weren't in <laughs> elementary school just last week. Apparently, I really wanted to share that story. <laughs> I still have no idea what either of you are talking I mean, about. You no, had, like troll the troll book club when you were in school. Did you not have those or Scholastic or whatever? it was? I did have those. I had like a library summer reading club.
0: No, but not like, like the little pamphlet. Leaflet. Yeah, that the teachers would give out, and I always wondered why. Like, is they just wanted to promote reading or? Do I they get the kicked out? I think no. the oh. literacy oh. rate
2: hasn't changed in ten years, and one in seven people can't read in this country.
0: Ridiculous! How do you get anything done? Pictures, I talking, guess.
2: talking. <laughs> well, judging from the spelling of some text from last night, I'm not surprised.
0: <laughs> so, Book It was a program with Pizza Hut where your teacher certified that you read a book. And usually, depending on your... It was all in elementary school, and depending on your grade level, you had to read more books every month. So you would set a goal. Usually I mean, it was like ah, three to five no books. I wonder kids are all
2: fat and stay in <laughs>
0: <laughs> But the teacher would usually quiz you to prove that you read it. You know, like ask you about you know the characters or the plot or whatever. And then once you reached your goal, they give you a voucher and you... Um, went to Pizza Hut and you had a pin that said book it and like each month that you achieved it you got a sticker for your pin and then you got a free personal pizza at Pizza Hut.
1: I want to meet the teacher who was corrupt and on the down low yeah. and was like, just saying like, oh yeah. Up. Yeah and exactly. Tickets for favors. Yep. So the kid was going to Pizza Hut every week. So yeah. you
0: said booketed and what I thought was oh I, I could really I've, eat a pizza.
1: I don't think I've ever been to Pizza Hut. Ever? Of course you haven't road trip I mean it's not like you really missed something no (laughs) No, I
0: don't think I did either
2: although I do kind of want to go to Pizzeria Uno
0: I love Pizzeria Uno every
2: they're always in um, like the Philly Beer Week magazines because their
0: tap list is actually pretty darn good I love Chicago pizza and Pizzeria Uno does a really good job for being a chain yeah of you know capturing what it's like to eat Chicago pizza with a great beer list yeah
2: and beer and pizza do go pretty darn well together
0: that's what I do for my birthday every year yeah every year I can tell you the last time I had Pizza Hut, it was January 1st, 2009.
2: I don't know why you know that.
0: Because we were driving home from our New Year's Eve party and Jason had to go to work. And I said, "Mm, I'm really kind of craving a stuffed crust pizza. And we stopped (laughs) and got one because it was uh, on the way and it was awful. I remember being so disappointed. I was like, this is my first meal of... 2009. And <laughs> what a disappointment.
1: Uh, did stop at Pizza Hut. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you were expecting. To be fair. So
0: I laid on the couch drinking beer, watching breakfast at Tiffany's, and eating stuffed crust pizza. <coughs> but I haven't had it since.
2: I actually quite like the pizza shop out uh, behind my apartment.
0: Yes. That's they have
2: the... very unique crust, which is, it just makes the pizza in my mind.
0: What's unique about it? It's
2: thin and crunchy. And not like typical pizza crust. Not even like typical thin crust pizza
0: That Louis C.K. opening, man. I just Uh, want a piece of New York style, like bendy, a little cheese, melty. It's always like a
2: little plasticky to me, that New York kind of pizza. I would agree with that.
0: I'm getting hungry. This is going to end badly. Donato's. Donato's has no crust. You could order a pizza. Why Jason likes it. Late night pizza cravings. (laughs)
1: We've got the dessert to go with it. Ugh. Yeah, right? And that would be mm, the chocolate
2: Chocolate stop. banana pizza bread.
0: What? Beer. Gross.
1: <laughs> just keep adding words.
2: <laughs>
0: we are going to try that pizza beer someday that <laughs> yeah, Chef Beth I sent Yeah, I actually in.
2: read that note the other day because we printed out that email. Yep. Um, made me think of it again. It was like a margarita.
0: It Not just sounds like so neat. Drink, well, and Jason finally saw a coffee press. And so French I, press. French press. Sorry. Yes. So I think we are probably because we, we have a coffee maker and an espresso maker, but it takes us up so much counter space when obviously in my kitchen, you know, that's a, a huge commodity. I like the idea of the French press and then we can use it to infuse beer like we've been talking about.
2: So we should do that.
0: If we could commit to it and get rid of all of these appliances and just go old school and delicious. You can also get a
2: stovetop coffee maker, the espresso maker. Those are awesome.
0: Really? I've never seen them. What
2: is it? Um, it almost looks like a a tea kettle, but for coffee. And the the bottom base unscrews, and it's got a filter in it that you fill the bottom with water. You stick the base on top of it and pack it with coffee, and then you screw it back on the top. And inside of it... Um, like the lid comes up on the top part, and there is much like a percolator. There's like a stem that goes up with an opening. Okay. So the coffee heats and evaporates basically and the, go, goes all the way up, hits the top, and condenses back into liquid and becomes coffee. Is it coffee. strong then? Is that it's, why it's. In it's the espresso, sp- it's delicious. It it's comes out cool. of there, it's like, hmm, fantastic. So it just bubbles up through the little spout and fills the top part. So all the water from the bottom ends up in the top. But it's passed through the coffee to get there.
0: What was the name of that show that we were watching that had, you know, the short history of coffee and beer and the one where Joe dies at the end or whatever? Uh,
1: John yeah. dies at the end? Have <laughs> you seen that movie? No, but I've read the book. John dies at the end? Yeah. It's kind of a crazy movie. It's on Netflix. I know. I want to watch I watched it.
2: it. I tried watching it with Christine and she was having none of it. <laughs> After the meat monster yeah. in the basement. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a little
2: creepy. Well, and creepy you do
0: that a lot, though. You read the books first, and then you know all the answers.
2: But what answers? We got that far into the movie. It's like in the first ten minutes.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah she was if like, I'm not gonna she like the movie, she's like,
2: no. And I was like, all right. <laughs>
1: it's a neat movie because it's one of those. It's a B movie, but it's just like it's kitschy enough to be interesting, but it's not a one B of those. Movie, where but you say it's got it's like Paul Giamatti
2: in it, and the book is amazing. It's really quite entertaining
0: so you liked it Jason? yeah it was good I don't really like B-movies but you know if it's a B-movie done well what about like
1: Army of Darkness? Uh, she, I assure you she has never seen Army of Darkness that's so I sad I only saw it for the first time recently what? I'm a, a huge ago.
2: Bruce Campbell fan I think he's wonderful
0: I don't like anything scary or stressful
2: neither
1: no it's more it's a funny it's well campy. then why would I yeah, it's campy. oh campy it's a B-movie for sure and it's like <clears throat> is that where campy comes from? Campbell? Bruce Campbell? No. Nope, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a not even remotely... Well, it's an
1: old, old movie. It's not that old. It's pretty old. He's still alive.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a really good metric. I like it.
2: I mean, I would say, like, Night of the Living Dead was campy.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the old zombie movies. Yeah. Army of Darkness, is that the one where uh, they are renaissance <laughs> zombies? Yeah. That's the only reason why I think you'd even watch it. Consider watching <laughs> it.
2: So, it's it's a trilogy. It's uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. Ah, uh, okay. It's, I don't know if it's the original, but it might be the original Cabin in the Woods horror flick. Yeah. Um, And it's this group of kids, they go out to this cabin, and they are, like, rooting around in the basement and they find this book called the Necronomicon, which is a magic book used to, like, bring back the dead, basically. And they you really
0: shouldn't keep that in your basement.
2: No. (laughs) No. Not if you're renting it out to college kids. (laughs) Um, So they unleash the dead, basically, and they all die, except for this one guy, Bruce Campbell, who then goes back to the cabin with his lady friend, like, for Evil Dead 2. And guess what? The dead get released again, and she dies, and he's the only one that survives. I'm starting to wonder why the authorities didn't arrest this guy, <laughs> <friend. laughs> because all he does is go out to cabins, and all of his friends die. <laughs> it would just uh, be
0: safer for people if he weren't.
2: And then there's Army of Dark. Maybe she doesn't die in the end of Army of er, in the end of Evil Dead Two, and Army of Spoilers! Darkness. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Army of Darkness. So like the first one is like weird and wonky and like a little silly but like kind of creepy at points and the second one is basically the first one redone with a better budget and maybe maybe a little creepier in more points um but still kind of funny uh and then (laughs) the third one they just throw it all out the window he gets sucked back into time with his car and his shotgun and his chainsaw hand nice (laughs) and he has to save this Castle from the evil dead That are everywhere And the army of darkness (laughs) Such a good movie (laughs) Might be on Netflix Is it on Netflix? I would hope so It's so good I love it Nah It's full of Candy (laughs) one liners And
0: Keep in mind It is a treat It's to the point now Where I watch about Eight minutes of every Walking Dead episode Because that's how much I can take without being Overwhelmed by stress And zombie guts So They're
2: all like Stupid cardboard skeletons. They're not zombies.
1: <laughs> also, at some point, don't the zombies have to, like, die? Huh. I mean, it, like, okay, so zombies over time. You mean, like, Concept rotten decay? Rotten decay for one, but also...
2: Starve to death?
1: Y- you use up energy as you move, and you constantly have to be feeding in order to... Or you constantly have to feed in order to stay alive and retain energy in order like to vampires
0: lose. like if they don't drink blood they either die or <laughs> whatever or whatever but yep. yeah
1: so for for a zombie you would think after the amount of time that they've been out there unless these zombies are eating people constantly like, they're gonna start dropping after a while I guess it depends on what
2: monster theory you go by what
0: zombie lore you follow yeah I guess survival of the fittest zombie is probably how that works because they're the ones who get to the food. And first. more importantly,
2: even if all the zombies die off, like how quickly does it happen? Is it like a human, where like if we don't eat for, I don't like, know, what is it, a couple of weeks, we'll die?
1: Even if it's like years or months, it's been a yeah, long but time. Yeah, years or
2: months. Like, who's left to care that they all died out? Because you're all zombies. Because the food source is gone.
1: Except for the people in the prison.
2: You mean in? Our, in yeah. In, Walking, uh, Dead? Walking, Walking Dead. Dead? I don't think it's been like two years, though.
1: How long has it been?
0: Well, but it had to be it's at least nine while. months if Lori yeah, had the baby.
2: Think of all the people that still keep getting eaten.
1: <laughs> it's not like they're the only survivors. I just feel like the numbers are dwindling. Or should of zombies be dwindling. Or humans of humans.
0: Sure. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know how often the zombie needs to feed.
0: Are you offering to rep- repopulate the earth? What? If Not with numbers, zombies. I was gonna, I'll give it, it the
1: old college try. <laughs>
0: if the numbers are dwindling of humans, are you offering?
1: Yeah, but see, having a baby is a huge hindrance. They cry. They're loud. Zombies will find them. Yeah.
2: Agreed.
0: And using them as zombie bait is probably...
2: Frowned upon? Yeah. By who? <laughs> That's the thing. There's
0: no one left to frown. I've got the perfect trap.
2: <laughs> and no one can say I'm wrong.
0: I don't know that I want to go through labor just to have a. Zombie oh, that tree.
2: was good. Have you ever read or seen *The Road* by Cormac McCarthy? Nope. Good movie. Hey, Another one of you those. You haven't
0: heard of *Book It*, so I don't know what the difference apocalypse is.
2: Apocalypse things, but there's this father and son traveling through a wasteland, and uh, basically everyone's turned to cannibalism because there's no food left, because everything's been like nuclear holocaust eradicated all the trees are burned the roads like everything's melted into the roads and uh there's like basically no food left and there's this one night where they they find a house and they're camped out there and they see this like fire glowing and they hear you know there's it was this two men and a woman and she was clearly pregnant and then they she goes into labor that night, and you hear like this baby screaming, and then you don't hear the baby screaming anymore. And the next day, there's just like a little pile of bones.
0: What? <laughs> oh, <That's> awful. Because <laughs> they ate the baby. Jason, that frown is really, wow. They were so hungry.
1: The nutrients that you need to raise a baby. Anyway, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be looking at the logic of this. No. Whole thing. All
0: right, so it's episode fifty. Jason, I brought back the infamous antlers from yes. the Christmas I tried putting them on, but
1: I only have the one hand because the other one's holding the microphone. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I can't really put that on.
0: Oh. I tried. they're, they're, they're here in spirit. They're here yeah. in spirit.
2: And perhaps they'll make a reappearance in a couple months.
0: Hex, yeah, of course they are. I mean, if I've saved them this long, they're going to be around. <laughs> I'll save my dollar, thank I'll you very much. i have
2: to see if I can't scrounge up my Santa hat somewhere.
0: Yes, I yes. like it. You should. I will look. But maybe without the um, Wolfman look this year? You had such a crazy beard and hair thing going well, on last year.
2: I'm working on it already. I,
0: I noticed. <laughs> I picked him up at the train station. I was like, oh, that's what you look like right now. You should <laughs> warn a girl. The many faces. Well, I wondered. I was like, it's dark. Am am I going to see him? No. Obviously, standing in downtown D.C., Ian looks different than everybody else right in front of the Capitol.
2: I would hope everyone would look different from everybody else, (laughs) except for that pair of identical twins. So,
0: 50 episodes, probably about 120 beers. It's been a lot of beer. Which one was your favorite, or which was your favorite episode, or... Uh. Share some memories with me and our listeners.
2: Jeez, I don't know.
0: Firestone Walker, sixteen. Sure, definitely. I loved, I
2: loved our adroit podcasts.
0: That was with Max. Pretty fantastic because we did not know how great we they no were going to be. We had no idea what we were
2: getting into, and I feel I feel like part of it is we had no expectations, so we weren't like really hyping it up or anything. And then we tried them, and we were like, "Oh, this is good. Oh, this is yeah. These are yeah, good beers."
0: <laughs> <laughs> not only did we get free beer, they yeah. were great beer.
2: Um, so. And I thought it was just a a well-done podcast overall. We were all pretty excited. We stayed on topic. It (laughs) was rare for us. You Um, mean since we
0: now have summarized half a dozen movies in the last ten minutes? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I would say uh, Chocolate Stout being my favorite. But the favorite podcast was the trivia podcast with Sean.
0: Oh! Uh, uh,
1: Because, yeah... Not only were there, like, the dog clacking. <laughs> yeah,
0: the dog walking <laughs> around.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it was just really good trivia. and uh,
0: He did great trivia. Yeah, he does really he good trivia. Ian so was supposed to do 50th anniversary trivia, and you see I was waylaid
2: by bandits.
0: Right, in the cabin in the woods and yeah. all that. Yeah,
2: there was a chainsaw arm.
0: I also really enjoyed the Stouts podcast, which was only episode, like, three or four. But because we bought a stout beer at Stouts it just became like this running joke to keep up with mm. and that i it's really fu- i still love listening to that one <laughs>
1: so.
2: yeah there's been there's been a few good ones <laughs> <laughs> just
0: a few out of 50
1: yeah. we'll have to see about releasing the uh, first one yes practice podcast
2: maybe we can do that for the follow up week to this one
1: yeah like
0: I would
2: 51
1: you know or
0: 50 50.5 50 50 50 and yeah
1: this will do it for hundred if you want to make people wait. Yeah.
0: That's another year. Yeah. We won't even sound like ourselves anymore. We'll have grown up so much.
2: Yeah. I'll have gone through puberty.
1: <laughs> we'll have flying cars. Nice.
0: Right. Your beard will be entirely white.
1: I'll have a car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you also for all of our Facebook followers. We are up to 354, which is pretty Woo. exciting for us. Uh, And the beer mistress says it's been a
2: good year of growth.
0: It has been. It's been our
2: first year. We're basically a year in now, just over, I think.
1: And so uh, next
0: up, terrible twos. Yeah,
1: (laughs) thrilling twos, terrific twos.
0: Terrific twos. I'll I'll have have it terrific. I like it, since now that we've we've grown so much and. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: think we're
2: starting to hit our stride a little more. uh,
0: We checked some boxes. We got our first free beer. We're doing beer dinners all the time now. Yeah. So definitely good times. And Ian almost tweets.
2: Sometimes, yeah. I get to it.
0: (laughs) He's gotten a lot better. (laughs) Followers, he's gotten a lot better. Jason, any final thoughts?
1: Rate us on iTunes, five stars. Yeah, really helps us out, gets us higher up in the uh, rankings. So when people Food search, chain. we are still for five beer. stars,
0: which is really exciting. And if you look at our like the episode popularity, which is one of my favorite things to do, is to see what topics like people download the most. But we're really we're growing quite a bit. And nice, that's pretty fantastic too. Yeah, we've even got an international following now. <laughs> so I should learn how to say hi in several different languages from our most Jason Sadanová. Yeah. Okay.
2: For our foreign friends, if they're downloading the new one.
0: Uh, Jason, how do you say it in German? Because we have more German listeners than anybody else outside of the U.S. Guten tag. Oh, well, duh. I should know that. Guten tag.
1: Or you can also, if you're trying to say hello, it's hello. <laughs> Thanks. That's how the Dutch do it, too. Yeah. Hallo. <laughs> it's H-A-L-L-O. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's to complicated. To
0: Ireland, Scotland, and England... What's up? <laughs> cheerio. Isn't
1: <laughs> that mean I thought goodbye? you could lump all of
2: them in there together <laughs> and then
0: say and, cheerio? No, you got a lower goodbye. Uh,
2: Cheerio's uh, goodbye, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And cheers is like thanks.
1: Aloha. Yeah. I like
2: cheers. There was a very proper British woman that came into my store recently, and usually the British people they always say cheers because it's what they're used to. And she was like very clearly saying thank you. And when I like gave her back her money, I wanted to just be like cheers, <laughs> but I didn't.
0: <laughs> That's really Jason to, warned me before I went to Germany that they're gonna say tschüss <coughs> all the time. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, that that the everywhere they use it always. Which is what like thanks or no, it's it's like
1: bye, but it's like bye. Oh yeah, it you is. actually have to sing it. Yeah, it's always. I was sings told sings that. It. Yeah, you don't you don't say it nor choose. you don't say tschüss. Yeah. Cheers. something
0: like that. Yeah. So that's, yeah, at first I was, I was hearing cheers and I was like, "Wait, No, he told me about this. Nice. That's well, right. I'm right. So choose, yeah. everybody. Yeah. So choose. Choose, cheers, and um, cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or goodbye. Till next week.
0: Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Beer Mistress.
2: At Dashing underscore Rogue.
0: We are on Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And
2: some beer dinners
0: book some beer dinners man it's almost time to start to thinking about you the holidays you can
2: talk to us ask those questions you've always wanted and we'll feed you
0: boom can't beat it
2: and probably get you a little drunk <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah.
0: six courses six beers later yeah. yeah we have a way of starting parties what can we say thank you so much for 50 episodes if you really really want to uh, hear 50 A <laughs> send us some messages You'll and have to ask to wait nicely <laughs> No, we just have to find it. I think we should post it soon or else we might not. Maybe just 75 or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, fi- we'll, we'll find it first. We'll find wait for odd
2: week when maybe we can't <laughs> get together. Right. Be like, oh, yes, it's six. It's uh,
0: 63.
2: <laughs> the last episode.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. It was, it was fun. Right back where we started. That makes me so happy. Yeah.
2: Different
1: seats, though.
0: Yes. We <laughs> shuffled. Yeah. This is Shannon, your beer mistress.
1: The professor? And I'm Jason.
0: Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Ta.